0: Hey, welcome to The Birthing Experience, where we help coaches birth their mastery. Every week, we bring new episodes to help you master your mindset, messaging, marketing, and money. Follow us on social media at The Birthing Experience Show to continue the conversation. Here's your host, The Master Midwife.
1: Hello, hello, hello everyone. Just in case we are live, let me just start speaking. How are you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of the Birthing Experience. I am super excited to be here with you guys again. I am even more excited because we have our special guest. I'm hosting another master midwife moment, right? When we bring an expert in that shares their story, their expertise. So I'm so, 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 so excited. Okay guys, so let's do our regular thing. Share this out. If you're here with us live, um, just tell us where you're tuning in from. If you are on the replay, please put hashtag replay below so we can come back and say what's up to you. Um, And let me just tell you a little bit about what the birthing experience is. So if you are new with us, this is an online show where we focus on bringing you content, to help coaches birth their mastery, okay? So my name is Niela Phillips, the master midwife, and I'm all about helping you prep, plan, push, and produce your mastery. So today, guys, today, we are here with the phenomenal Rashonda Pratt. Mm. Listen, I wanna share with you guys a little bit about how, you know, how I met her and why she's here today, okay? So um, number one, we're both from Trinidad. So you guys know shared with you that we're both from the beautiful islands of Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we uh, spoke at a conference, the Social Power Summit hosted by Dr. Finch. Shout out to Dr. Finch in Tennessee last year. Yes. And I had a chance to um, hear Rashonda tell her story. I had a chance to get her book and read more about her journey. Um, I had a chance to sit down and converse with her a little bit, and let me tell you, I had to bring her here today because she does have a story, and she's a woman who knows how to push through. Okay, um, not only that, Rashonda has over—is it 20 years' experience? In broadcasting, she is a live stream strategist, a visibility expert, and I'm going to stop right here because I want her to tell you all about who is Rashonda Pratt. Hey, Rashonda, how are you, my darling?
0: Oh, friend, I am so glad to be here. I'm glad to be with my Trini sister. Listen, we are going to have such a good time. Someone just said, yes, island ladies are always beautiful. I'm thank in- you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm excited to have a powerful discussion with you guys. I'm known online as um, the Roast Show Live. And um, what I do is I work with brands and helping them to amplify their voice and monetize their story through uh, live video and traditional media worked 20 years covering some of the uh, most major stories in history from 9-11, the war on terror, the removal of the Confederate flag from the South Carolina State House grounds. And so I've really been on the front lines as a television news producer, executive morning show producer, and on-air talent, helping people, um, helping journalists to uh, tell the story that's important to our community and to our nation. And so I'm very excited to be here. Shout out to my West Indian family. Um, (laughs) Got to give props. My dad, he was the one and the reason why I became a journalist, because he told me that this was my country. And he said, I should know more about it than you do. So he used to make me watch the news when I was in the fourth grade. And it really started a passion, um, just like you, friend, and mm-hmm. people understanding the power of their story and how your story really leads to your visibility.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I cannot wait to get a chance to get in your brain. Okay. (laughs) Get all that knowledge. Um, But before we get into the visibility, I know you guys want to hear all about how you can get more eyes on your coaching business and on Mm -hmm. your services and how you can hear, you know, have more people hearing your message. I first want to hear more about Rashonda's story, right? So um, tell us a time You know share with us a story a time when you felt like you really needed to push through because we're all about pushing through so we can birth our mastery i think
0: most of my life has been um a series of pushing through um i think most of my life has been i've always been pushing through um one of the most major times would be when i discovered my own voice Um, Like you just said, I worked 20 years in the television news arena and I went into TV wanting to be an anchor reporter and I got behind the scenes and I'd say honestly got stuck as a television news producer and I was very afraid of my own voice didn't like how I sound, didn't like how I looked on camera, made several excuses, but knew in, on the, in the knower, you know, you know, you know, that yeah. I need to be in front of the camera. And so I spent a lot of years behind the camera and it was very embarrassing because here I am writing the news that the anchors are reading on air. They're reading my words, okay? So let me go ahead and clear up, clear the air right now. The anchors are the face of our words. TV producers do all the work. Shh, don't tell them I told you that. So here they are reading my words, yet I was afraid to embrace my own words. And I think it really was about five years ago um, when my husband and I and my family went through a very um, a very serious and could have been a traumatic experience. And so five years ago, um, my husband and I were uh, the victims of a home, inv- home invasion at gunpoint. And how many of you know life becomes serious when you got a gun pointed at your head? Serious. And so in that moment, I like to call it my burning bush moment, friend. In that moment, I realized that, wait a second, if this was the end, what's going to be said of me? What impact did I have? What legacy did I leave? What lives did I change? What story is going to be told? And from that day forward, I vowed to die empty. I vowed when it's all said and done, when I see Jesus face to face, he's going to say, girl, you (laughs) want to break off of that life. I'm telling you, you ain't got nothing else left. I just decided that I was going to finally decide to show up. I was gonna own my voice. And I wasn't gonna, you, you ready for this? I wasn't gonna no longer allow people to own my voice through the words I wrote for them and not give life to the words that I had. That was the, the push through moment for me.
1: Mm, how powerful is that? How powerful is that? And you know how many people right now are in that you know, same spot where they feel like you know, I'm, I'm other people are speaking for me, other people are putting my ideas out there. I'm thinking it, you know, I'm holding things in, and I'm not sharing the greatness that's inside of me. So, you know, that is so powerful. Um, die empty, wow, die empty. Hey, Desiree Lee, how are you? Thank you for joining. Hey, Cheryl, how are you? Thank you for joining. So You know, let's capitalize. Well, let's, let's continue with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. If we were speaking to someone right now who were feeling like they were stifling themselves Mm -hmm. and they weren't sharing, you know, their message, what would you tell them in this moment?
0: Well, I'm, bu- I'm going to give you a warning. You know how when you watch a movie or you watch the news and uh-huh. they have some video and they say, the video we're about to show you is probably going to be a little bit too much for your little one. So you may want to step out the room. <laughs> what I'm going to share with you might be a little bit too much. So you're going to be responsible for this because I'm going to tell you. So you're going to be responsible for this. Here's what I would tell that person. There are people or one person that is waiting for you to show up. You are the solution to someone's problem. And here's the reality of that. When you decide not to show up, when you decide not to be the solution, you turn that person over to the wolves. Can I be transparent here? How many of us have heard this story? You're a business coach. You're successful. You're the real deal, my friend. But how many of us have experienced when you're talking to a client and they say, I would love to invest with you, but... And that, but follows that they had a bad experience with another person who called themselves a business coach, a strategist. They they gave all this money. They, the promises weren't fulfilled, and so they are now skittish or f- afraid of making that investment again. That's your fault. Why is that your fault? Because. <laughs> They didn't see you. You didn't make yourself visible. You didn't put yourself out there. You were hiding behind the camera. You were being a hidden figure. You didn't show up front and center. So when you don't show up as the solution that you are, right, with all of it on the table, you put people who are looking for you to be their solution in the hands of wolves. When you don't show up as the solution, here's the other part, you are also stifling your destiny and you're also giving others permission not to show up as well. Because see, stories are powerful, right? But stories also give others permission to show up or not show up. And that's what you're doing when you stifle your voice.
1: Wow. Wow. Guys, that's a hashtag message. If you guys hear something tonight that speaks to you, definitely put hashtag message below, um, that spoke to me. Yeah. That spoke to me because, you know, I spoke about this in a previous episode and it was called previous miscarriages. Mm. We allow previous miscarriages, previous failures, previous pain, you know, loss to stop us from just going out there. And then we don't take responsibility for it. And I think what I'm hearing is, take responsibility if you know to number one take responsibility and number two understand how you are responsible for other people's lives and when you are not sharing your experiences and your messages what you are doing to them that is
0: so good that is so good and you're so right because there's a message and there's a weight to this and so I mean think about it when you're you know carrying a child right there is a blessing in the stretching Ah. (laughs) Seriously, stretching out of your comfort zone, stretching and being transparent, stretching to say, I'm finally going to show up as people's solution and I'm just going to stop playing small. I'm going to be big. there's a blessing in the stretching. Listen, you're the master midwife. You know, if you're not stretching and that that baby's not growing. Nope. So even in the challenges, we got to look at challenges differently. I'm telling you, within the last couple of years, I've looked at challenges, my friend, so differently. We, I stopped looking at challenges as, oh, my gosh, this is just another reason why I shouldn't do this. I started looking at challenges of, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Because if this, if this wasn't the case, I mean, I expect it. I expect it to be drama I expect okay you got a flat tire okay this kid's showing out oh I I expect it now I mean I'm not looking for that but challenges come not always to to tell you that this is not what you're supposed to be doing but to tell you that this is what you're supposed to be doing and if you don't have challenges you don't
1: learn That's you you either win or you learn yep how many of you guys are feeling that right now? You know, I I, I had this conversation very recently that, you know, they, they put around, they say that there's a saying out there that it gets tough, right? Before yeah. things are going to get better, it gets tough, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. We talk about it in church. We talk about it in business right before you're about to see the light, Uh, everything gets so tough and it's so true but what I've learned just like you and I'm you know you can tell me how you you view this you know what I've learned like you said is perspective um Mm -hmm. and finding that one see nothing is always it's not all darkness okay Mm -hmm. so there's always just that shimmer of light and if you can just move towards that right it's about changing your perspective. You yes. see everything differently and you start to focus on the positive things that are happening. So I love, you know, what you're saying there. So let's shift this. Hold on one let's... second. I just want to say okay. something. Mm-hmm. I just want to add one more thing. Because we have
0: to understand that our challenge is really connected to people. I think about the challenges I had last year. I was pregnant, birthing a baby, and I decided to write a book because someone challenged me to do it. And so here I am writing a book while I'm on maternity leave. And I often tell people I'm birthing babies. And so here I am. But there was, was, I was seven, eight months pregnant. I mean, on the cusp, we released CEO of live video on October 5th. Baby show was born November 5th, within a month of each other. But get this. This is the thing I hold on to. So many times during that process, I wanted to quit. So many times I'm just like, I'm not doing this. It's not worth it. I'll just wait till after the baby comes. And I think about all the testimonies I get from people that say, I'm so glad that you released this book. One person sent me a video crying, saying, you don't know how much I struggled with something in particular. And she said, one sentence in your book changed my whole perspective. But what if I didn't show up? What if I didn't do it? would those people have been impacted like they have, So sometimes we have to understand we got to push through because there are people tie, tied to our purpose.
1: Me, you know, you are so right. And if you want to just think of it in the simplest form, if you didn't share your story, you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be able to have this conversation with you right, right now. So, so many things are attached to our story and, and us having the confidence and the willingness to go out there and share it. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. All right, so we're going to shift this over, all right, because I know that, you know, our coaches want to hear all about your visibility is power. That's what you say all the time. Um, I got to read your book, so I want you to tell us what is, what does it mean when you say visibility is power?
0: So visibility plainly means being seen being heard and too many times we have people who really don't want to be seen because they're fearful they don't like how they look they don't like how they sound um i'm awkward i'm weird i'm different i'm strange but as i told them awkwardness really can get you paid these days look at lady gaga Was she just Mm -hmm. not performing at the Oscars? This lady wore a dress made of meat. I'm just saying, (laughs) visibility is power. And so what I've learned is you being visible, you showing up in the space, how you're called to serve really is powerful because it's impact and it's both profit because people buy from who they see. Mm. That's it. But you know, transparency is the new currency. People buy from who they see. And so if they don't see you, they're not buying from you. You know, one of my favorite native proverbs says this, those who tell the stories rule the world. Here's the problem with that. Here's the blessing and the cursing with that. Going back to visibility, those who tell the stories, whether it's true or not rule the world. Mm -hmm. How many times have you scrolled through Facebook Live? You know, live video is my thing. It's my jam, right? But how many times have you scrolled through Facebook Live? Be honest. You don't have to name anybody. And you've said to yourself, I can do that. What are they talking about? They only know half of the... (laughs) And people are buying this? Yeah. Well, they're buying it because we don't know about you. You haven't embraced the fact that your visibility, that you are VIP. Your visibility is power. You haven't embraced that, that that you're a VIP yet. And so that's what the whole mantra, that's what the whole movement of visibility as power is centered on.
1: Mm. I know you guys should have some hashtag messages below. She she dropped a few of them, okay? She said, transparency is the new currency, okay? Um, And I I really agree with what you're saying about, you have to show up. That's pretty much it. You have to show up. And you can't keep saying, that people are not buying if they don't know that you're there, right? Um, You can't expect to just put out a post here or there, you know, and just expect that people are going to come flocking. So let's talk more about being seen because one of the things we focus on here at the Birthing Experience is making sure you can master that message and get that message out to the world. So it starts first with being seen. So let's talk about three tips that we can give them. To Mm -hmm. get started if someone is struggling with being seen right now
0: okay so number one you have to own your message and when i say own your message that includes owning the mess in the message because you know the word message it contains m-e-s-s too many times we want to give people all of the glory you know the glorified parts but they don't know the real story Mm -hmm. and so Think about Oprah. Oh my goodness. Oprah has been a master at owning the mess in her message. Why do we love Oprah so much or Auntie O or whatever you want to call her is because from the beginning, she told us about her childhood. She Mm -hmm. told us about some of the mistakes. She told us about the story of her TV station that told her, you know, you don't look the part. Your eyes are weird looking. You'll never be anything. And now this woman owns her own TV company. Why? We love that. America loves a comeback story. So you have to own the mess. In your message you have to own the entire story the second thing is you have to be willing and committed in your visibility of being transparent what does that mean that doesn't mean that i'm weeping on live video or i'm i'm telling all of my biz in an email blast but this is what it means it means that i'm transparent intentionally I'm intentionally sharing those stories that I'm comfortable with. I'm intentionally sharing those stories that identify with my target audience and the people that I'm called to serve, right? And then the third thing, when you're talking about the, the visibility part is, okay, now that I've owned my mess, the emotional part of it, i um, owning the fact that I'm going to be transparent. Then you need to go do something with it. What does that look like? Is it live video? Is it just, you know, static video? Is it, I'm going to be consistent on YouTube, LinkedIn? I'm going to do it. There's so many different ways that we can be visible. Am I going to, you know, take over um, other people's platform? Excuse me, not take over, but come in <laughs> and provide value mm-hmm. in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me, yeah, let me go there for a second. Let me get on my soapbox. Too many times we are, we are coming to influencers like our friend here and we want to just come on their platform for their influence and we're not providing value. We want their email list. We want what they're doing mm-hmm. and we're not coming here to provide value. Yeah. Okay. Value. So it's like, how can I come on someone else's platform and provide value to their people and serve them and serve them well? That's a way that you can totally 10X your visibility coming in on someone else's platform and serving them, looking for a way to make their business better. I see that you don't have someone that provides this. Can I come in and provide this to your community? That's right. Use your visibility right there?
1: Right there. And you know, I love what you said that number two, when you spoke about, you know, don't tell all your business, you know, but you want to share stories that you're comfortable with. I think one of the things that will help anyone who's struggling with that, because this is really important Is when you're sharing your stories, you're not sharing your stories just to share them. You're really sharing them for the lessons. So, right. right, You know, so it's more the lessons that people are able to get from your story. So I love that. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's the fun fact.
0: Can I say something else about that too, friend, I love, especially with you being, this being the birthing experience, right? So we, so right now you may not know this, but right now you are on the slab, you're on the table. I just gave birth about 15 months ago. So I'm having, you know, flashbacks. So right now you're in that hospital gown and you're laid across here and tonight we're your master doulas, okay? And so think about it, even when you're giving birth, there's some messy parts of that you don't want people to see can we, can facts, can we be real to those? <laughs> There's some parts you like, I don't want people to see that. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that even when it comes to your transparency and sharing the lesson, this is something that I tell people all the time. You better be healed mm. when you're hearing that lesson. We got too many people, you ready for this? We got too many people bleeding on people. We got too many people, you know, pushing out their placenta on other people. And we have people who are bleeding on people and going through their healing experience in front of a crowd of people. And that should not be the case. Your audience doesn't
1: need to see that. No. That is key. Very, very, very important. That is key. And I hear people say, when I hear people say it, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sharing my story and it's a healing process. I'm like, uh oh, this is about to be ugly. Right. Yeah. Right. So let's talk about, I think I want to talk about one more thing here. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would be crafting stories. Yeah. Because I know that that's what you love. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk about how can one go about starting to share their story?
0: Yeah. You know, one of the things I tell people to do all the time is what I like to call a story assessment. I say, take an inventory sheet of paper line down the middle. This is what I'm willing to share that connects to my audience because we're not just, it's like what you said. We're not just sharing randomly. We're sharing the lesson that's going to connect to our audience that they're just like, you're relatable. I talked about this um, on my live video. Yeah. This Monday, I talked about the fact of when people say, we got to get rid of this in our vocabulary. I want my audience. I want my audience to think that I'm just like them. Can't say that. Because here's why. If you're just like them, what benefit can you give to them? So what we want to do instead is, and I get the thought because I was there too. What we have to say is I want to be transparent to the point that I'm relatable, not just like them. So it's the same thing with your story. You want your story to be relatable to them, that they can see themselves in that. They can see, I mean, friend, you got a great story. Like, I love your story. It is like the American Dale. It is like, man, this is like a lifetime movie. It is amazing. The beauty <laughs> is still here. This should be a documentary. I think about D. Lee's story. I mean, to go from incarceration mm-hmm. to going back mm-hmm. in there, serving mm-hmm. the same people and helping them escape and write books, I mean, it's amazing, right? It's how do I bring someone into that storytelling process that they see themselves and see what's possible because stories give permission.
1: (sighs) Stories give permission, hashtag message. And yes, Desiree, you can absolutely ask questions. We want questions. Hashtag message with that one. You are so, so right about that one. So let's see if we have any questions. Let's go and say hello to a few people. Um, Hello, Ingrid, how are you? actually I want to look at this on the phone all right so hello Rachel how are you you know one thing when you said stories give permission I Mm -hmm. also like to say that stories enroll people into your vision so a lot of times when you say you know I'm sharing my message but I don't really think people are hearing me Mm -hmm. a lot of times is that it's not structured and we're going to get into that because that's what you know, where Shonda's all about, um, you know, it's not structured in a way that's enrolling people into your vision, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, you were given this journey, this dream, right? This uh, from God, right? right? This vision came from God directly to you and to no one else, yes. right? And you're going out and you're sharing your message. So now it's your job to get people on board, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I believe your story is what does that.
0: I I totally agree. We're on team story. Hashtag that (laughs) story. I agree as well. I believe that's why I saw it for 20 years. I saw 20 years about how we will tell a story. It'll prompt people to action. Either they're mad, either they're sad, they're excited, they, they they wanna fix the problem. Why? Because stories help us to make sense of things, help people to connect to what's going on. And so, I mean, You do a disservice to yourself when you don't understand the story of your audience. And I think that's why people don't connect because you may be telling stories, but are you telling the right story that connects to your audience? So what does that mean? I have to understand my target audience pain point. Here's something, hashtag this, here it is. You ready for this? I have to understand my target audience, the people that I'm called to serve, the people I'm called to impact so well that I can write a page in their journal. Mm. You gotta know them that well. Yeah. So Mm. if I know them well, then I know what stories to say because I know their pain points.
1: Very important. Wow. Listen, we got some questions. Okay. So this one is really good. So Desiree said, what do you say to people who say that we're telling our stories over and over again?
0: Yeah. So what I'd say with that is you have to find some interesting points in that story let me let me give you guys the insight to television news this is amazing so what we would do in the television news industry every morning we would get together and have our morning meeting and we'll talk about the story of the day and what we would do is we'd assign this story to a reporter so we're going to make up a story the story is um they're trying to institute a new penny tax so, we'll have this reporter who would do a big story, and that big story will be the lead and the six o'clock news. But that reporter would also take that big story and she would chop it down to a smaller story. So, maybe it would be a VOSAT. So, it's a voiceover with a sound bite. And then she would trunk it down even more to just a voiceover, which means that's just video and the anchors reading over it. Right. She took this big story and chopped it up into three different pieces. Now, if you're a person who's a who is a content creator, you already know about taking pieces of content and repurposing in other things. Mm-hmm. I can see mm-hmm. my friend over here getting really jazzed about that. She's like, yeah, I do that, yeah, I do that. Mm-hmm. "So it's the same thing with your story. It's like taking this big piece of the story, and how can I look for pieces to cut it down into other bite-sized pieces? It's almost like what's the umbrella story, and then how do I put the spokes or mind map it into other little stories that is not just me always telling that." big story, but it's little pieces of that story that people can learn. Right.
1: Makes sense? Uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I see how, I mean, it's another thing where we go around and we're speaking and we're sharing our message on stages. A lot of times, one of the things that I do is I focus on maybe the theme of that event. And then I think about, you know, my story and which part of my story best fits um, what's happening at this event. So I absolutely I that. get that part. Okay, so um, we're going to take one more question here, okay? Because we can't keep Rashonda all night now, all right? <laughs> this is so much fun, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> but I am definitely going to be bringing her back because I'm seeing how much you guys are loving the conversation, and so am I. So we're going to take one more question here, um, even though for some reason I'm not seeing the questions. Give me one second here sure. Listen, so you know how sometimes facebook takes our comments mm-hmm. and because they're going so quickly i know i saw one um okay well let's do this one i saw one but i'm not seeing it now so we'll do one more here um and sabrina said how do you find points of interest in your story mm,
0: how do you find points of interest in your story mm-hmm. it goes back to what interests what what Um, what your target audience is interested in. Because at the end of the day, we're telling these stories because facts tell, but stories sell. So we're selling people on the story. So it's really understanding what are the points of interest for your target audience. For me, a lot of people that I work with, they want to find their voice. And Mm -hmm. so I talk about working in television news and, you know, finding my voice. I did a live one time, man. It was so amazing. I need to find that i need to dig into archives and it talked about when i was in the third grade Uh and i brought my progress report card to my west indian parents listen if you don't have west indian parents grades are a big thing it's a big thing i mean Uh like you gotta bring it in to dad he's got to read the card it's a whole thing and particular time um i brought this in i was in the third grade and it said the same thing you guys probably not surprised by this i had relatively good grades but the teacher comments is what got my dad she's a good student but she talks too much I'm that kid come on who else is like that throw up some heart so um my dad turned to me and he said you know what do you have to talk about so you know and here's the other point of reference too if West Indian parents add so to something you're really in trouble like that's really serious stuff so I said to him without skipping a beat I just believe I have something to say And the room got quiet. And I just said it, I was like, I just believe I have something to say. And my mom said, she just believes she has something to say. And I said, yeah, I just believe I have something to say. I wasn't in trouble, that was the end of the conversation. And what I said from that lesson, see, finding your voice, I taught about how you gotta go back to the third grade girl or boy again. Mm. The one that was really brave. Yeah. The one who just felt like I can be an astronaut and a teacher and a dentist and then go, you know, drive NASCAR. Right? You got to find that person again. See, yeah. those are points of interest for my audience. That means I have to understand who they are. Mm,
1: I love that. Okay. Hashtag message, guys. Hashtag message below if you're hearing something that you know is speaking to you tonight. All right. So before we leave, I want you to tell everybody more, you know, um, how where they can reach you and tell them oh. about the row show.
0: Sure. So I go live every Monday at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Ro Show Live page over on right here on Facebook. And um, it's what we call Media Monday. So I'm talking about live media, traditional media, uh, television media. I'm also talking about business. And sometimes it ends up turning into church. I'm just telling <laughs> you. We just don't know. We just kind of flow in here. Yeah. But, um, I would love for you to join me over there. Please make sure to like and follow the page. I'm across all social media platforms as the show live and pretty much what you see here is what you get i'm gonna have a good time we're gonna laugh we're gonna talk about a little bit of faith we're gonna talk about business but at the end of the day i'm gonna help you find your voice clarify your message so you can go impact the world with your visible story because that's important
1: oh i love it thank you so much for being with us Um, tonight. Thank you so, so much. Guys, thank you so much for being with us live. And those of you who are on the replay, thank you. Make sure you put hashtag replay below so we can come back and say what's up, okay? So this has been another episode of the Birthing Experience. Again, if you are new, we are here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, giving you content to help you prep, plan, push, and produce your mastery because we believe you are all masters at heart okay so thank you so much for being with us and we'll see you again thank you for listening to the birthing experience
0: if you liked our podcast leave a review or comment and be sure to tune in next time